Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Crime is a growing issue in America, political issue. More and more people catching on to the fact that crime is up, all different kinds of categories of crime. And you know what you need to bring down crime? You need cops. Well, that's a problem lots of different places, including in Seattle right now. And we're going to talk to Mike Solon, who's uh, the president of the Seattle Police Officers Guild. Mike, welcome to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Hey, happy to be here. Appreciate you having me on. Yeah, I, I want to talk about this. And, uh, you know, we're talking specifically about Seattle, but similar problems all across America. I'm reading right here. Over the last year and a half, the Seattle Police Department has lost 250 police officers, which is the equivalent of over 300,000 service officers, on path to losing 300 police officers. That's a lot of calls that are going to go unheeded. That's a lot of criminals that aren't going to get arrested. That's a lot of deterrence that's not going to happen. Um, so tell me what's going on. Well, your statistics are spot on. And as you and I both know, statistics and data do not lie. But the activist Twitter mob that is in control of Seattle's public safety political discourse dictates how things are done in Seattle. And our politicians acquiesce to the mob and... The problem is, is we're now left with the reasonable citizens in the city who still support public safety and the cops. Um, they're the ones left holding the bag. And here we are. We've lost a third of the officers, and they continue to leave because a year ago, when the mayor and a current mayoral candidate, who's the current president of the city council, publicly applauded this agency as the modeled reformed agency. And just that, that happened days before George Floyd. And obviously when George Floyd happened, 
they completely pivoted their political talking points. And the political betrayal from that experience has what's left to this vacuum and this public safety crisis that we are experiencing in Seattle. Um, but to your point, anybody that supported the defund nonsense, this type of crime and low staffing numbers is now rampant throughout major urban cities. Yeah, all across America. States. And I've got a friend who is a police officer, and I, I won't mention uh, where, but in, in a big city. And um, and he actually retired a little earlier than he was planning. And when he retired, he said he didn't realize how much pressure he was feeling until he retired. Just that every time he was on a call, he was worried, you know, here, I'm going to end up being a viral video. I'm going to end up a household name for just doing my job. And maybe I make a mistake. Maybe I don't. Doesn't make any difference. And uh, and, and just the pressure of that. Is that what's is that what's causing cops to quit? And the other question I want to answer to both of these, is that why cops are quitting? And are you having trouble getting people to apply? Yeah, well, to, to your last point, it's very difficult now to get people to apply to be a police officer, not just in Seattle, but I believe nationwide. Uh, as you know, the riots post-George Floyd, the activists, the Antifa mob, the Twitter mob, as I refer to them as, they specifically targeted officers. They've doxed them, they've harassed them, they've marched on private homes, they've done, they've done everything they can to try to break the system and break the spirit of police officers. And I believe it's the people that are culpable are obviously our feckless politicians right. that don't have the courage or the backbone to stand up to the Twitter mob, but there's a continued political narrative to target specific uh, parts of the criminal justice system, meaning the police officers, for just being there to do the job. And there is this fear that if you make one mistake as a human during the doing the job of a police officer, that that mistake will be amplified by the activist mob, then obviously amplified even more with the media, particularly people that don't really want to put the real message out to the American citizens. And then it's literally... That police officer, that individual police officer that is left holding the bag, and they're the ones whose career, and more often than not, their livelihood, their personal lives are ruined because of just the job they chose to do to serve our communities. So these are just kind of general themes we're talking about, and it's all true and it's all a problem, but let's just talk about like the reality nuts and bolts. If you're down 300 officers in a city like Seattle, what what actually happens? Do you just are the are the police just spread further apart? Are there just less people on shift at any given time? So the so if you dial nine one one, it takes that much longer to get somebody. I mean, what what happens in reality? Yeah, the reality is is that crimes don't go. Uh, excuse me, crimes do not get investigated to the degree that they used to be investigated. Mm. You're going to have longer wait times to get a police officer to you. And currently right now, we're experiencing uh, a spike and obviously the overtime because they have to spend money for officers just to fill the uniform to meet that patrol staffing level, which would be somewhat of a reasonable approach or response time to meet somebody's priority one need. And the priority one call is basically a straight-up emergency. And right now, we're feeling the effects of our people are, are burnt out. The people that are still left, they're doing double shifts. 
the money allotted for overtime is through the roof. And this is a staffing crisis that will take decades to recover, all because of the political betrayal by our elected officials in the city of Seattle. When I mentioned a year ago, they were applauding us as being the modeled reformed agency who was adhering to the Department of Justice reform guidelines. And obviously, days later, when Floyd unfortunately happened in Minneapolis, these politicians couldn't walk away from us fast enough. And that's what's led to this, what I call an erosion in public safety in the city of Seattle. Mike Solon, President, Seattle Police Officers Guild. Well, we appreciate you coming on today, and we'll check back in with you um, over the coming months uh, to see, you know, I feel like the pendulum is going to swing back the other direction because defund the police is one of the stupidest political um, uh, phrases and, and things to run on in the history of politics, and it's not popular a- at all, even for Democrats. But thanks for coming on today. Appreciate yeah. it. Oh, you bet. And just a real call to action for people. you got to get involved. Start getting involved in elections at your local school boards. And if you want further uh, follow-up, please visit my podcast, Hold the Line with Mike Solon, available on all podcasts and seattlepoliceofficers.com. Really appreciate you having me on. You betcha. Thank you. And Joe's coming up in a little bit, uh, Joe Getty. And, um, you know, it's something Joe always says is that uh, uh, – what does Joe always say? It popped out of my head. What does Joe always say? Hey, Joe, what do you always say? I'll ask him when he comes on. Um, the, the, uh, it's amazing how, uh, oh, uh, about the idea of uh, the, these things catching on. The, and, and people get like a fever for these weird ideas, um, like the defund the police. And a bunch of politicians say, yeah, yeah, I'm for defunding the police. Uh, that sounds like a good idea. And a tiny percentage of people got all worked, all whipped up about this stupid, stupid idea. When the majority of Americans, including Democrats, and particularly people who live in crime-ridden neighborhoods, they want more police, not fewer. And it, but, but it caught on. Corporate media latched onto it and it became a thing. And here we are. You got towns like Seattle where they're down 300 cops soon, and you just can't function as a city. It's really weird. Armstrong and Getty. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. There are choices that can change your life. Like the choice to start routine colorectal cancer screening at age 45. It's one of the most common cancers for women and men, and it doesn't always have symptoms. But there's good news. Routine screening can catch colorectal cancer early and even prevent it. And there's even better news. You have screening options. Make the choice to put your health first. Talk to your doctor about your screening options or visit cdc.gov slash screen for life for more information. 